I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the subject of today's short talk is fear of disappointment. This is something that I encounter fairly frequently in my clinical practice, people who are overly concerned about disappointing others. These are generally folks who, by their own admission, are people pleasers, so more agreeable versus disagreeable personality types. And in these cases, the fear of disappointing others can be so paralyzing that it can lead to syndromes of chronic worrying or even panic attacks. Of course, the fear of disappointing others is bound up with abandonment concerns. That is, if I were to estrange this person's feelings, if they were to not like me anymore, they would simply leave me to my own devices. Okay, so listen, there is justified disappointment and unjustified disappointment. Justified disappointment occurs when a mutually agreed upon commitment is unilaterally violated by one of the parties involved. So for example, if you were to make a plan to meet your friend at the pub down the street tomorrow night at 8 p.m. and at 7.45 your buddy calls you up and says, oh man, dude, I'm so sorry, I can't make it tonight. That is justifiable disappointment. Maybe the guy has a good reason, maybe he doesn't. But the fact is that there was a mutually agreed upon commitment that was unilaterally violated. So your disappointment in this case may be justified. You came to expect that a certain thing would happen at a certain time and now that expectation has been betrayed. However, if there is no mutually agreed upon commitment, if there's just a personal preference or standard or an expectation that hasn't been verbalized and that exists only in your mind or someone else's mind, then any violation of that expectation would create an unjustified disappointment. Not meeting the unexpressed expectation of another isn't your problem. That's their problem, and their disappointment is their responsibility for choosing to expect compliance with an unexpressed commitment. Disappointment in this case is like trying to enforce a non-consensual contract since at least one of the parties involved wasn't aware of the terms of the agreement. This definitely wouldn't hold up in a court of law. Just to further demonstrate how ridiculous this notion is, imagine coming into work on Monday morning and running into your boss who says something like, you know, I was really disappointed to see that the Johnson report wasn't waiting for me on my desk when I arrived. And you said, what are you talking about? I've never heard of the Johnson report. And your boss said, well, that's no excuse. A good employee would have taken the initiative to see if there were any reports I wanted compiled. You should have known. I mean, in this case, you'd have an actionable complaint with HR. Rather, a reasonable person would respond with something like, you mean we actually haven't discussed the Johnson account? Oh, well, it makes sense that you wouldn't have compiled the report that you didn't know existed. I'm sorry, so what you need to do is da 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 da. That's how a mature person would respond to learning that one of his or her unexpressed expectations has been violated. Not with anger and blaming, but with understanding and apology. So don't worry about disappointing others, it's really nothing to be scared of. Instead, focus on fulfilling your own commitments, as this is the only way you could justifiably disappoint another person and this fulfillment generally lies squarely within the domain of control anyway. So that's what I have to say. If you have a topic you'd like to discuss in a future episode or would like to schedule a consultation, please reach out to psychhackspodcast at gmail.com. 
Talk to you soon.